Hey, before we start the podcast, I just want to give a big thanks to Kevin Johnson for buying a What's Wrong with WWE t-shirt. Uh, if you, We have seven more days to sell these shirts, one more week, so go to booster.com slash what's wrong with WWE, and please buy a shirt so we can make the quota so that they'll actually print the shirts, please. And also, because SmackDown and Raw are going to be separate brands, we will be doing our own draft next week, so look out for that podcast. It's going to be a big show. One, two, is this on? And I got the gift of gab and the gift of jab. And if I had a dime for every time I got knocked down and didn't get back up, I would have zero dimes. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of What's Wrong with the WWE. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with my brother Joe Pisano. And another stellar week from WWE. Oh yeah. I mean, come on, Raw. Come you, on. You really, come on. You really got to give it to him. After a week of having all these great matches, they're going to have no great matches and have no storylines. Hey, at least they're consistent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they're just a horrible show again. It's... Yeah. it's you know, they don't know how to do anything anymore. One highlight for me, the whole show, and that was it. Eric Hamilton, when did you fall asleep during Raw? I don't know. Maybe it was it was that terrible Rollins and yeah, Reigns. Right. Pro- I mean, this has to be the first promo that Rollins has done where if there was another wrestling show on, I would have tuned over because <laughs> right. I knew Indeed. I was not going to miss anything. Indeed. And I didn't. Yeah, you, yeah no. The, the build for the main event at Money the Bank, there right? was no build. There was absolutely no, no progress made whatsoever. No. How many like cringeworthy moments were there on Raw? Where all of them? The, the Stephanie, Very awkward. The Stephanie Shane beginning was so it like was so awkward, hard to watch. I felt like yeah. I should leave the room. Like, the oh, Rollins thing was hard to watch. Yeah. AJ right? Styles running back in the ring for the seventh time was stupid. Like yeah. there yeah. was so many. It's just ugh. I didn't want to watch it anymore. Stop it. Fast forward. Like, are they? So, are they, they got so, I was behind. Are they so afraid of the injury bug that they don't want anyone to wrestle? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just save it for yeah, the right. pay-per-views. I felt like there were barely any matches too. Yeah, so it felt like barely anything. It was happened like, oh, uh, whose guys we can afford to let get hurt? Yeah, yeah send them out. So, so what should we do? Let's do another couple of hours of live show. Yeah, in yeah. a couple of months. I hope they don't make SmackDown three hours too when that oh, goes live. Oh God, just to I don't know. Ugh. We'll see. But uh, we're going we're gonna to get to the Raw recap soon. But before that, we have a special guest. Probably our most special guest of all special guests that we've had on this show. Formerly known as Alex Reyes in NXT, it's Alex Del Barrio. Welcome to the show, man. Yeah, thanks, fellas. I'm, I'm so glad. I'm so glad to be here. I'm back in my old stomping grounds here in Houston, and uh, it's good to be with you guys. I know you guys are big fans sort of of the product and, yes uh, at least the NXT product um, so I'm just glad to be here and you know you guys are actually the first podcast that I'm uh, I'm doing uh, I know I've got a few more post-mortem post mortem, yeah, yeah, yeah. Post, post uh future endeavor yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so that's i didn't even get, you know what's what's the saddest part i didn't even get that that line didn't even come i didn't there was no release on www.com there was no yeah. email there was no email at least i didn't see the email maybe that's an email that everyone else gets yeah but once you're let go and you don't get your email anymore like D- don't worry even though it was on a much smaller scale than you um we just never 
We just stopped talking to them one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And that was it. And our contract expired, and right. we still get the network. Yay. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you, were, you were definitely more of an employee than, than we were, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, tell, I guess uh, if you don't mind, tell us about your time in NXT. Uh, how long were you there? Uh, it was like from October, right? I, I don't know. Can you when you sneeze? That's about as long as I was <laughs> yeah. there. Uh, so I got there in November. It, it, it seems like it was longer a longer process for me to get hired than I was actually there in NXT. If that's saying something, uh, that makes sense. So I got there in about I got the uh, my first day on the job was November sixteenth, and that, that name that day will always stick in my mind because uh, it's what I wanted to do I, since I was ten years old. The first time I ever saw wrestling and I saw Howard Finkel in a ring, and you know Vince McMahon of all people on commentary that's what i wanted to do that was like the it thing for me it, mm-hmm. before i got into sports i got i was into wrestling and uh, so i got to accomplish that i got to stand in the wwe ring with a microphone i got to perform at wrestlemania but uh, but yeah i got there in november i started doing what we call pre-tapes so the backstage interviews is what you see yeah. mm-hmm. um i did them for the first i think i think we did three episodes that week that i did tv and, was there uh, a lot of training before that that they made you do off camera or not? Not not really. There was a lot of stuff that the was, audition process was. Oh, uh, the audition process was kind of that. Like they knew I was a wrestling guy, mm-hmm. and both to at least at the time, I thought that was going to be to my benefit. I think you know, in reality, it may have been to my detriment later on um, during my tenure there. That's you know somebody's opinion, and I, I don't necessarily have that opinion, but certainly there's some could be some truth to that um so ring announcing was not hard like let's be honest like what i what i do what justin roberts did when he was at the company like what howard finkel did it's not hard you can either do it or you can't right like i i think you either have the 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 ability to be a ring announcer you either have the pipes or know the style and how it's done and it just comes naturally i was there to be a ring announcer and then eventually sit step over to the announce desk um the way they kind of doing it now though is if you've been to a live event recently they have what they call a host and a ring announcer now um and for some reason, they want the female to be the ring announcer and they want the male to be the host. To me, I think they should be interchangeable. Um, but they wanted to kind of mold me into be more of a host, more of a Ryan Seacrest type of host guy mm. as opposed to a ring announcer. So I'm more in the Justin Roberts mold than I am of the Greg Hamilton mode, which is yeah. what he does, which is mm. odd because now he's ring announcing on NXT and does take over and does main event superstars, but yet he's a host. <laughs> but nevertheless, that's... That's what I wanted to do was be a ring announcer in NXT, and I got a chance to do that. So I was there. I did the backstage interviews. It was a lot of fun. That's kind of how they get you get your feet wet. Um, and that's pretty much all I did at TVs was those backstage interviews. Um, the, and some days they would take like the whole t- time of TV, It'd take three or four hours to do. Yeah. And by the time that some, you know, I, I'm not familiar. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar or the folks out there familiar. We we taped three to four episodes of NXT at one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there are times where they have to, you know, they have to change gear or where the gear has to match the certain episode. So sometimes they'll have a match and have to come back and change, or the girls have to get their makeup redone because the the interview took place before the match, but the match has already happened. Right. You know, wow. at, at, at wow. Live. So there's a lot of like logistics that goes on, and as the live event or as the uh, backstage interviewer, I'm just kind of waiting there and ready to 
switch my ties out as it goes along, you know, because they, the ties have to match the episode. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but that's kind of what I did. And then all, on the NXT Florida loop, um, you know, we've, you know, people are familiar kind of with the tours. They, they went to the UK in December and obviously mm-hmm. they've been kind of going around the country. They were in Texas not too long ago, back, I think last October. Um, so I did all the Florida shows. So while those tours are happening, a lot of the TV talent goes on that. I do a lot of the Florida shows with the younger talent. So like guys like ZZ and Daria and Amandi Rose from Tough Enough, mm-hmm. uh, guys that haven't debuted yet before. No Way Jose debuted when he was Levis Valenzuela. You know, I was doing you know matches with him. Uh, you know, Chris Gerard. You know, Rich Swan. Guys that haven't you haven't seen yet on TV. Or if what about Peyton Royce? Peyton Royce, yeah. Billy Kay. She's my favorite. She's just favorite. Yeah. I've never yeah. seen her on TV though. I just follow her on yeah, Instagram. Th- th- those. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be uh, quick on on Peyton Royce. Her and Billy Kay, so they're best friends. They've been best friends since they were kids. They, they they actually hated each other to start off because they were would get in fights or not fights, but kind of like arguments or like hiss at each other because they were they were competing to see who was the bigger female wrestling fan. Uh-huh. Oh wow! And and eventually they became friends when they started training together in Australia and they actually moved over together. So uh, they're the sweetest girls. Uh, Cassie uh, Peyton Royce. She was actually the first one that texted me to tell me, like, so sorry. Yeah. Uh, you know, Aww. it's That's really cool. sweet. The Aussie girls are amazing. Um, they're two of my best friends there at the Performance Center, and uh, I wish them nothing but the best. I think they're both going to be huge, huge stars in the women's division there. Nice. But, but yeah, so then, uh, you know, I got to work at WrestleMania, uh, doing WrestleMania Access, quite yeah. a bit of those sessions, and uh, in a hosting role. I was kind of in, in the crowd, man in the stands. And then um, from there, it's kind of backstage at WrestleMania uh, that day, which was amazing. And I got to be pretty much five, ten rows from the ring mm-hmm. where the camera wells are, where you know all the still photographers kind of take pictures. Yeah, that's where I was standing during the show. So being there was great. You know, it's my home state. Um, then I came back, started doing the Florida shows. I the, the they had told me in January that um, I was going to be doing the the NXT tours. Uh, after WrestleMania, because Dasha, who you guys are familiar with, does ring announcing on NXT. Mm-hmm. She was moving up to do WWE live and still do NXT TV, but she does you know live events on the main roster now. So she was going to move up to that, and I was going to elevate to to those NXT live events. Well, that never happened, and and Tom Phillips was doing those, and then now after my departure, they've hired you know uh, a gentleman by the name of Austin Romero, I think is his name. Um, did some stuff at Universal. Uh, his, he's a wrestling fan too, so I I have no I have no problem if a guy that's a guy's dream to be a WWE, then more power to him. Uh, he goes by the name Mike Rome, and he's doing the NXT live events now. Uh-huh. And, and I was I guess I was released uh, what three weeks ago now, so that's kind of where we're at. Right. What What was like the first thing that I mean? What What was like the first um way that you got in like in the very beginning? You know what I mean? Like I. How did they discover you? How did uh, they get your name? Well, I'd there? sent stuff to them for for a long time. Um, you did Harlem Globetrotters. Uh, yeah. You did indie shows here, right? Yeah, I did indie, indie shows show. here in Houston. I used to work at Booker T's promotion, ROW. Before Rich Brennan started working for Booker T, I was working for Booker T. Um, and and I, I don't know how much is out there. Rich and I have known each other for a long time. Uh, Rich and I are actually, I was the best man at Rich's wedding. I don't know mm. how much he wants me to put that out there, but it's, <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's the truth. Um and we've always kind of helped each other out. He's been more of a hockey guy all of his career. I've been a basketball guy all my, all my career. But, you know, uh, we did hockey games together down in South Texas is where I met him. Um, 
and we were always big wrestling fans. We watched. I mean, there's a there's a picture that I'm sure that's out on the internet of us sitting front row at Monday Night Raw uh, back in I think it's 2008 or 2009. I mean, we were marks. I mean, yeah, yeah. There's no there's no other be- better way to put. It. We were marks for the business, and I have no problem saying that. Uh, William Regal hates that word, by the way. Marks. <laughs> William Regal hates it's a that wrestling word. term. It's a, it, yeah. Deal with it. Right. <laughs> he hates it because you, here here's why he hates it. And I'll get back to the story. He hates it because. When wrestlers call fans marks, wrestling fans marks put money in the wrestlers' pockets, Mm, and because it has a derogatory, you know, feel to the to the, it's it's almost a pejorative term to get tell to call wrestling fans that. He's like, I can never think of a scenario where I'd ever call someone who's my fan who bought something at the gimmick table, who bought something, uh, uh, bought a ticket to come see me wrestle. Why I would. Why? Why I would belittle them by calling them a mark? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because that's... no, the marks fans are the ones you really want because they're going to watch no matter what. Yeah, it's like yeah. Joe and I. We could say we're marks for the New York Jets because we're going to watch them no matter how bad they suck. I feel bad. No, I think and... we're. I think we're. <laughs> I think we are marks for WWE because that's why you can't get this upset about the product, oh, right? Yeah. If you're exactly. not a huge fan of exactly. it, people think like this is not just a podcast to just shit on WWE. It's because we're genuinely upset that like one of our favorite things in the world. World's quality has gone down so right. far. Yeah, so exactly. You have to be a huge mark to yeah. even do a show like this. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, so yeah, like uh, I was doing, you know, independent shows. I had worked for the Globetrotters for a little while, and I've been sending stuff to to Cole and to the company for a long time. I actually got a call back in 2011 before it came uh, or I started working the Globetrotters, and they wanted me to send a headshot and all this stuff. And, and there was just no English language position at the time. Mm-hmm. And back then, TV production hired all the announcers. They like that wasn't. For those that aren't familiar, now Cole hires all the announcers. Michael Cole, mm-hmm. he's the one that hires all the announcers from ring announcers to live event hosts to backstage people to to commentators. Like Michael Cole is 100% the guy that you deal with. Uh, I think JR had some sort of role in that near the end of his WWE tenure. Sure. Um, but that kind of evolved into Cole's role once JR left the company. So uh, when uh, I want to say it was. D- Anyway, so they were familiar with my work for a little bit, but the, my I think my break came. I went to go visit Rich uh, at NXT R Evolution, which was I guess December of 2014, when Sami Zayn won the title. Mm-hmm. Um, and when, when I went to go visit him, I met with the live event producers, who are the guys that kind of run you know run the board, run the music, you know, basically call the shots at at WWE live events. Um, the two of them were there, uh, Matt Hammerhand and, and, and Johnny Greco. I talked to both of them, and I didn't really look the part. I had a, I had a beard. I had, like I, My hair was a little bit longer. Like I was there just to be a fan and to visit Rich. Uh-huh. Um, and he introduced me to them, and it's like, this is what he's, what I've done. He's like, yeah, I was, you know, do commentary and all this stuff too. And I'm in sports talk radio right now. I'm looking to kind of do more. Um, he's like, well, cool. You know, keep us in, you know, we don't have anything right now, but, you know, stay in touch, send us a reel and all that stuff. So I kind of stayed in touch with them. Then by March, uh, it got to the point where, like, I, th- I got a phone call from, from, from Cole and said, hey, you know, you know, just so you know, we, we're interested, you know, but, you know, there's nothing available right now. Um, then it came into, like, I think it was like April or May. I got another call from, or I, I think Rich told me in April. I was like, "Hey, I think Cole's going to call you at some point. I think they're looking to expand NXT and do more with live events and stuff." And then uh, I got a call. I went to when SmackDown was here in Houston in June. I went to that. Was backstage talk with him and Kevin Dunn and Triple H and basically anyone I needed to meet. JBL. Um, 
and and it looked like I, you know it was a done deal. They told me we're going to fly out to Florida in a couple days or in a couple weeks. We have NXT TV. You'll do your audition there. And what was funny is I was supposed to go to Dusty Rhodes promo class that week, and it was that it was just the week prior to it is when Dusty passed away. Damn. So oh, wow. I never got to have that interaction with Dusty. Um, so my and because of that, Dusty's memorial was actually the Wednesday I was supposed to have my tryout, my commentary portion of my tryout. That went away. Uh, I only did the live event portion on Thursday morning, which was before TV, went to TV, was backstage for that. And then it was kind of like, don't quit your day job. You know, we can't hire you yet. So just, you know, here you'll hear from us when you hear from us. And then uh, I got hired. I was told I got hired in October and I said I would start in November. And that's kind of where it went. Nice. But yeah, yeah. it's kind of nailed the tryout. The tryout's very easy. It was uh-huh. just ring announcing and hosting elements. And and from what Cole told me, he's like, we know you can call matches. But I, I thought I was going to get a commentary position or role right away, and I would do the live events as a host. But that's just not how it turned out. I mean, things change there like yeah. every second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Triple H gave you your... Your wrestling name, right? Yeah. He gave For, you well, the Alex Reyes as, name? As what I was told. So what they usually do is they have you come up with a list of names that you want. So I had yeah. like a list of like 12 or 13 names. I asked like everyone and their mothers, they kind of give ideas. <laughs> uh, I had, I had some, like I had Alex Santana on there cause Tito Santana's from actually from my hometown in mission, uh-huh. Texas. Oh, nice. Uh, I had, I think, Alex Hidalgo, because that's the county I grew up in. Uh, <laughs> it's like always had, where you're from. Or this, yeah. Is, yeah. You, you, the, Joey Miller Place. The thing is, is you want to have something that means something to you. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, I had Alex Antonio, because my mo- mom's first name is Antonia. Uh, so, I tried to find things that fit, and I sent them to Cole. They didn't like any of them, and I got an email saying, Alex Del Barrio will now be known as Alex Reyes. And... There you go. And then when they told me, he's like, well, Hunter picked it. And oh, I was okay. like, oh, well, I guess I can't complain about it. Because sometimes they'll give you a name and you can like, eh, I don't really yeah. like it, whatever, I'm not feeling it. But here's the thing. When you're the lowest guy on the totem pole there and they tell you Hunter picked your name. Yeah. Okay. That's my yeah, name. Yeah. yeah, right. And he used to be terrorizing, so he probably knows what it's like <laughs> to not have a name he wants. Yeah. Uh, so he goes by Hunter behind the scenes, too? They all refer him to, to uh, refer Hunter, him Hunter and Paul. It's interchangeable. It's yeah, kind of a... Yeah. like. I'm old school in that I always call people by their by their work name. Uh-huh. Like I, that's just the what you do, especially as a commentator, because you don't want uh, you don't want to say, "Hey, Claudio," like, in, in, but he's Cesaro, and say it on the air accidentally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, they're kind of interchangeable. But most people call him Hunter or Trips. There's another one they <laughs> I think Cole calls him Trips. Yo, Trips. And uh, you know, Paul is another you know, yeah. but it's it's kind of interchangeable. But it's kind of it's kind of strange. Like Stephanie will call him Paul behind the scenes, uh-huh. uh, but Hunter on stage, where she'll she'll make that clear distinction. I wonder but what she calls most him in people, bed. Does she call him Paul or Hunter? I'm gonna. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, sorry. Um, no, yeah. So I guess probably you trips. Trips. Yeah. Trips. You couldn't you like you couldn't yeah. use Del Barrio because. Maybe if they bring back Del Rio, or was it just you well, just have to change that, your name? That, see, I think they was thinking it was too close to it. They make most guys change it. I mean, Rich's real name is Bokini. Uh, yeah. They changed it to Brennan. Tom Phillips is Tom Hannafan. Mm-hmm. Greg Hamilton is, is Stephen Hudson. Uh, like Austin, <laughs> wow. the guy, Mike Rome is Austin Romero is his real name. Yeah. Dasha's real last name is Correct. So do you have to like, change it? I, I think, I think that's kind of a thing where they want you to change your name. I think it's because they want to own it in case mm. you become like Renee Young. Like, oh, really, right. Really big. Yeah. You know, they want to be, be able to own your name. Own your freaking name. So, yeah. so if you leave the company, you have to kind of do the whole, you know, all formally known as type of thing. Yeah. Um, and I like like I'm not going to use Alex Reyes if I go if I go work at ESPN tomorrow. 
I'm not going to use Alex Reyes. Like I have no intention of using a fake name. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it's it's one of those right. things where they own it. I, I think there was some element to Del, to, to Del Rio coming in because yeah. I had a lot of Del names like Del Bravo, uh, Del uh, De La Fuente, and they didn't like any of the Del uh-huh. names. And I think a lot of it has to do like Del Rio literally came in like two weeks after I got signed. Right. Yeah. So. I think that I think I have to believe that that's a part of it because they definitely don't like names that are close together. Uh-huh. I'll tell you who was really hot that I, my name was Alex Reyes was Alex Riley. Oh, and we yeah, were we were actually planning we were actually planning on doing a, a backstage vignette where he got after me for because they named me Alex Reyes <laughs> and we were so looking forward to doing it and then he gets released and then I get released so I guess we'll have to do it on the independent scene and the independent yeah, tour right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Nice. Uh, I, I was going to interject. Just, um, it's interesting that you mentioned, you know, all the channels, and you know, it seems like you have six different people uh-huh. who kind of decide your fate, per se. When you know, this is the kind of stuff you read about on the internet, like, oh, they're right. going to push this guy, but this guy's for it, and this guy's against it, and this guy doesn't want to do it this way. You know, it's it just kind of cements the fact that it's it seems like it's a big kind of circus backstage there are a lot of people involved in creative and 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 i want to say this uh before i kind of get into anything that even remotely like sounds like i'm bashing the company because i'm not i had a blast working there uh i learned so much about the wrestling business Mm -hmm. from people like terry taylor who i rode to shows with from norman smiley from adam pierce uh william regal is is an absolute gem and a brilliant brilliant man uh i learned so much from so many people and but there's a lot of people that go into making these decisions from from NXT talent, whether NXT talent gets released. Hunter will pull a lot of people, including the coaches that are there at the Performance Center. Um, you know, if it's releasing talent, I'm sure writers are involved. Vince is certainly involved. Kevin Dunn is certainly involved. Stephanie is certainly involved. So there, there's just so many people who have have opinions on on the product and how it and yeah. I mean, Michael Cole will certainly have a say, and uh, I, I learned a, a ton from Michael Cole as well. So, um, but again, you're—I mean, you're right. I, I don't want to call it a circus, but there's just so many moving parts, and I, I think sometimes people forget a how talented people are that work there, including the writers. Yeah. But eventually, it all funnels up to one guy, and that one guy has to make a decision, you know, yay or nay. And look, his track record is pretty good, but. You know, other times, you know, may not be as good. So maybe we're in a time where it's not as good. And and honestly, the way the business is now as a television product that's scripted in a publicly traded company that's PG, that has sponsors, is a completely different product than the one he had to produce in 1987. Yeah, that's true. Where the audience was very segmented, there weren't as many avenues for your entertainment dollar. Mm -hmm. Now it's like you got to try to please as many people in the spectrum as possible otherwise you're in your impact wrestling or your ring of honor yeah. that caters to the wrestling fans but people who are just wrestling fans that number isn't as big as it used to be it yeah. just isn't yeah. so so who did you report to in florida um so i reported to tom phillips uh-huh. who uh was my i don't want to call him my boss but he was the guy that basically um oversaw what I did and my training and, and all that stuff. Uh, Cole was my boss, mm-hmm. but um, he obviously wasn't at the Performance Center very often, and he was there a lot less 
than he used to be when right. he first started being in charge of the announcers. So yeah. uh, Greg Hamilton and Tom Phillips were, as it was explained to me in the beginning, uh, supposed to kind of be in charge of you know my training as both a play-by-play guy and a live event host, respectively. Greg was uh, very successful and very good at what he does, so he was on the road quite a bit, especially when I got there. I think it was about a month or two later that he got called up to do TVs. Mm-hmm. So when you have the TV schedule and you're doing live events, that means you're gone on a Thursday. You know, you fly it on a Thursday evening. Uh, you know, for the Friday live event, mm-hmm. Saturday live event, Sunday live event, Monday Raw, Tuesday SmackDown, flying back on Wednesday. So you're literally home for like, like seventeen, eighteen hours, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Because you're depending on when your next flight is. Right. Sometimes they'll, guys will take the Friday flights, but Greg would so. My training was a very, very minimal, like uh-huh. how much time like Greg was sitting there. We would have these skull sessions where he'd go over the tape of the, my live event and hosting because we'd have this pre-show before the matches actually happen. So we'd go over all that. Um, but those are the two guys I reported to. And then and then the head coach is, is Matt Bloom. Everyone knows his Tensai or, or yeah. Sweet yeah, yeah. or, you know, Albert. Right. Um, and he's he's the head coach, and Saramato is the assistant head coach. So on the wrestling side of things, those are the people I report to. So if they needed me to do something, I would do it. Uh, Ryan Katz is the creative guy down there, and you know if he needed something, I would I would do it. So I, I my my whole thing is I wanted a full education. I didn't mm-hmm. want to just be an announcer. I wanted to learn everything I could about professional wrestling and sports entertainment or whatever you want to call it um from every perspective because i I said i said when i got there it's like if you need me to ring the bell i'll ring the bell Uh if you need me to put a striped shirt on and count to three i'll count to three yeah if you need me to fix the lights i don't know how to do it but i will learn if you need me to you know get coffee for everybody i will because i want i wanted that education yeah yeah um and I, and I don't know if that came off the right way or not, but that that's just how I do things. Like it I, seems like I come, from, is... I come from a minor league world where yeah. you wear multiple hats, and that you want to learn. And I wanted to learn about the creative process and, and the writer, the head writer for NXT is now Joe Bel Castro, and he and I would learn. I would learn just sitting, listening to him talk and teaching the kids, the kids, the the talent about promos. <laughs> so, you know, I just wanted that full education because I knew down the road if I didn't last there. I could pass that on to my friends who are in independent wrestling mm-hmm. that want to make it there as talent. And, and I can say, look, I was there, and this is what they tell them. Yeah. If you want to make it, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? um, so you know, I, that's, all I, that's all I wanted out of that experience was to kind of get as best education as I could. And despite the fact that I was only there six months, I thought I, was, I, thought I got a pretty good one. Yeah, I mean, so it's, it's, it yeah. seems like that would be the way to do it. I mean, that's how I've yeah. done my job. I, you know, like it seemed like do anything like if you even listen to Triple H like that's how he got so successful in the company is he you know said I'll do everything I'll do learn anything you want me to do no. and you have all the you know prerequisites and all everything on your resume that you know would get you to NXT all the stuff you did here in Houston with the independent stuff with the globe trotters everything so yeah. yeah I think it's a shame do you know like who's responsible like if you, you said uh, Vince approves everything like I don't know what to put you on the spot but like who was responsible for letting you go I have no idea um no. Uh, I was told budgets was was why I was let go, and mm-hmm. I, um, I, and I don't want to speak for for Rich or for Arda, but you know I'm assuming that that's what they were told as well. Uh, I know that 
post WrestleMania, they usually let go of a lot of talent. Yeah. Last yeah. year, I think was kind of a an aberration in that. Like they didn't let go as as many talents. I think a lot of it because the roster was so thin and guys, um, you know, they were trying to figure out what they were doing with the shows and you know uh, mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff. And a lot of the NXT guys hadn't been called up just quite yet. So. Uh, because NXT was starting to do its kind of big thing and to up leading up to Brooklyn and all that. So, but usually, you know, WWE releases a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. Writers, they release producers. They, you know, post WrestleMania is usually when they start letting people go and then they'll bring in new blood. That's what I was told. Um, I don't, I don't think that there's, I don't think that that's the necessarily the primary reason I was let go. I think that was a, a, a prime opportunity to let me go if mm-hmm. that makes sense but again i don't know what the, those answers are legal prevents them from telling me why i was let go sure yeah uh, and still a big company it's a big company and, and it's a publicly traded company um one that i actually own a lot of stock in <laughs> um but uh but it's one of those things where i feel like i i have an idea but again it's that that would be anything that i say at this point guys could come off to any anybody who's listening as sour grapes. And look, I, I and maybe I'm naive in thinking about this. Look, I had the best six months any announcer probably has ever had there. And yeah, I didn't make it to the main roster. And yeah, I didn't get to sit down at the announce desk. And yeah, I was only the guy who got a three put in a suit jacket by Ty Dillinger and got his head padded by Dana Brooke. But those are meaningful moments to me and 10 year old me. So if I wasn't their guy, if I didn't fit what they were looking for, if, uh, you know, if I wasn't what they envisioned for that type of role, then, then that's not my decision to make. You know, do I want to do, do I wish I was still at WWE? Absolutely. Do I wish at some point I would have given, been given an opportunity that some other people have been given? Absolutely. But those aren't, those aren't my decisions to make. I don't know how I influence those people to make those decisions. So uh, to me, I was always about work hard, be courteous, be respectful, sit down and shut up and learn. And that's, that's what I try to do when I was there. Do you think the door is open for you to go back someday? Um, Do they say anything about that at all? uh, Not really. Good or bad. I I, I mean, not really. Um, I don't, I, I can't imagine going back at this point. I will look, Anything is possible. Sure. And I think the wrestling business has told us like anything is possible. Yeah. And certainly decision makers could change and what they want on a given day can change. And Gosh, if, if if for some reason like look at like they would have never hired Mauro Ranallo two years ago. Never right. would have hired Mauro Ranallo. But at some point someone made the decision we need to figure out what's what's the contingency plan after Michael Cole. Because Michael yeah. Cole doesn't want to sit at the announce desk forever. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you that he does not want to sit at that announce desk forever. Uh, Good. And they needed to fi- and they need to find <laughs> they needed to find someone that they could legitimately put in that spot if Cole decided to walk away tomorrow. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Rich w- was being placed in that position to be that guy. Um, ultimately, that that decision didn't didn't work out and they wanted at first they wanted someone older for smackdown that's why tom phillips was removed from smackdown they wanted someone perhaps a little older more mature Mm. that was rich he's late 30s now he's 40 and someone with a little bit more you know older i guess legit legitimacy to his to his commentary and to his voice um but when they brought in mara ranallo well do we really need a guy that's going to be on main event and superstars that's developmental as far as commentary 
because we've got Mauro Ranallo at this point. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's my opinion of the whole thing. That mm-hmm. that's what I think happened. But um, as far as me, like I, maybe they just didn't like look at. We have female ring announcers, and you know, ever since Justin Roberts was let go, and if they didn't want Justin Roberts two years ago, who's a, to me a way better announcer than I am, I can only hope to be as good as Justin Roberts one day. Um, you know, if they didn't want him, they definitely don't want me. You know, type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but that could change. And like, do I want to go back? Absolutely. I actually had would have no problem staying in NXT for several years because I believe in that brand. I, I I'm a minor league guy. I did minor uh-huh. league basketball and football and and baseball for a long time. So I like the developmental process and seeing yeah. guys kind of yeah. grow up and elevate and then get to have, follow their dreams. My, you know, my dream was yeah to to announce a WrestleMania, sure, but. Uh, but just being there and being around wrestling is something that I, I love and I cherish. Right. Well, you've been yeah. far from sour grapes. I mean, you've been surprisingly, yeah, uh, you know, nice about the whole thing. I mean, oh, it's yeah. not like you have nothing bad to say. Your experiences are great. Um, and again, we appreciate you coming here. I guess one of my last questions would be: uh, Do you like the Warriors or the uh, Cavaliers? <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I, I know you're a basketball. I, guy. I, I despise the Golden State Warriors at this point. I, I don't know what what clicked. Last season when they won the title, it was some point in the middle of the playoffs where I just like, I don't like this team. One of our buddies, Cody Stutes, who now does the midday uh, midday show here, he's like, uh, he said one time that the Golden State Warriors are the are they the most likable championship team or likable dominant team ever? That this was last season, yeah. And I think a lot of people did like the Warriors and they were very popular and oh Steph Curry, but now it's got to the point where. Draymond Green is the most hateable person in professional sports, oh, yeah. in, my, in my opinion. Uh, he's the worst. And the fact that he argues every single call uh, that are just blatant, it just boggles my mind. I am I'm the biggest Cleveland Cavaliers fan right now. I would like <laughs> nothing more than for them to 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 sweep Golden State. Yeah. Um, well, Clay Thompson, I, too. Very he's kind of cocky. Uh, they're all arrogant. arrogant. They yeah. are. And, like, Draymond Green will donkey punch someone in the back of the head. <laughs> And then and put then, his like, hands up. He'll be like, "Oh, what did I and do?" Then, and then what? you'll poke him, and he'll and he'll fall to the ground and scream like a freaking girl. Do so. they not realize there are cameras on everything now? Yeah, like we exactly. have replays. We the thing that drives me the it. most nuts about the Warriors or is with Steph Curry. Like the fact that he can't leave his mouthpiece in his mouth. Oh, oh it's yeah, weird. you shouldn't free it's throw weird. And everything. It's I, weird. I hate how, it. how no one has like swiped it or yeah. slapped it out of his face or thrown it into the stands is beyond me. I'm sure the I NBA thought J.R. Smith would do it last year in the finals, but he never did. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure the Maybe NBA hates year. that he chews on his mouthpiece oh, when so he's gross. shooting free throws and the camera's right on yeah. his face. Yeah. I can't, I can't stand so that for yeah. the life of me. It's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, do you have any future projects coming up? Like, What do you think the future holds? Um, I like to stay in wrestling. I am hoping to announce very soon um, you know, uh, a few exciting things that I'll be doing in the world of wrestling nice. uh, down the road, uh, and I hope that that leads to, to even more stuff. I, like I said, I love professional wrestling. If it's WWE, which is the big, let's face it, is the big leagues, great. If it's not, if it's somewhere else, great too. Um, you know, I, I'm certainly open to any ring announcing or commentary uh, Opportunities and people can you know reach me on my Twitter is at Alex Del Barrio now I actually just changed it back uh, from Alex Reyes um, ADB on TV <laughs> is is at Gmail dot com is uh, where I'll take bookings um, for for any commentary or ring announcing or anything like that but uh, do that and then you know I'd like to get back into the legitimate sports world too as well and mm-hmm. you know uh, perhaps it'll be here in Houston perhaps it'll be somewhere else but uh, I, I'm really looking forward to the future um, you know maybe it's 
this is the Lord telling me that I need to be back in Texas for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, cause I was away from my friends and my family, mm-hmm. but, you know, granted I've made some in, in Florida, but, but Texas is home. And if that's where I need to be for the next several years and maybe that's, that's where I'm supposed to be. Sounds good. Yeah. I look forward to hearing what's next. You know, I was, I, you know, I, I thought you belonged there. You know, I thought it was a shame, but Thanks, uh, yeah, really looking forward to seeing what's next in your career. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm You're ex- very entertaining. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, I'm excited, like I said, uh, about the future and just hoping that. Uh, and from what the fans that have reached out, you know, especially the, I have to thank the NXT fans in Florida. Um, they made me feel so welcome from day one. I was always told that the fans in Jacksonville are a heel town and that they were going to boo me my first night. They cheered me my first night and I was so happy (laughs) that I felt accepted by that fan base, which takes a very interesting ownership of NXT compared to the way the rest of the world views NXT because they see all that talent before they're on NXT television, right. Right. before yeah. they're oh, on the yeah. main roster, and they're rooting for them then. They have their autographs way before anyone else has their autographs. And yeah. So the, those, fan, those fans are great, and I have to thank them uh, 100% for, for welcoming me and, and for reaching out. There's so many people have reached out. Uh, you know, A lot of people that you'd be surprised have reached out to me who are uh, either with the company or no longer with the company uh, in announcing roles have reached out to me uh, just to just to check on me and to see how I'm doing and all that stuff. So I, I can't awesome. thank them enough. That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. and at least, uh, at least you're on the show that all the fans love, NXT, and not the one <laughs> yeah. that all the fans bitch about constantly. Right. So there right. is that, yeah. But yeah, thank you very much for coming on again, and no we problem. look forward to hearing uh, what's coming up next for you, man. Cool, man. Thanks, guys, for having me on, and uh, look forward to doing it again sometime. All right, Thanks. sounds awesome. good. Anytime. That was a What's Wrong with the WWE exclusive interview. Yeah, man, that was great. Our first real interview. How about that? Put our uh, journalism skills to work there. He's a a good guy, and he had nothing bad to say. And it's, uh, I mean, that's what we'd be like. I would take two months in the WWE right now. Yeah, absolutely. And then come on that podcast and rip, rip the lid off of it. But he didn't. He had some good stories. He did. Good stuff. Absolutely. Good stuff. for coming on, Alex Del Barrio. All All right. right. Let's get to awards. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> awards for the interview yeah <laughs> best story uh guess alex del barrio for best story yep. all right so yeah let's uh let's get right into raw yeah and it was memorial day yep and you will be reminded that it's memorial day about every yes. 10 minutes yes yeah uh you know obviously forgot. monday night memorial day obviously in the beginning you have the tribute to the troops and every time there's some you know, it's Memorial Day or some event happens in the United States. We remi- we're reminded that Vince really loves Ronald Reagan because he always yeah. uses Reagan. Yeah. I think even 9-11, like, they showed a Reagan clip instead right. of, like, any really? you know, Bush clip yeah. or something. I'm just saying, like, it seems like they always play Reagan because Vince loves Reagan. Yep. Yeah. So I just thought that was funny. It's like, He's oh, a Reagan. a fan of his Reagan oh, yeah. But uh, Shane and Stephanie start Monday Night Raw. And Shane announces that starting July 19th, SmackDown will be live every single week, which really puts us in quite a pickle. Yeah. Quite a pickle indeed. Because I've already promised the fans on Twitter that we're going to do SmackDown recaps now. So we'll figure it out. So good luck luck with that, Andrew. (laughs) Yeah. Those recaps. uh, Uh, On your own. And I I just want to say this real quick now because obviously... They're going to have a draft, and the brands are going to be split. It you're going to be split. Yeah, splitted. Well, yeah, splitted. Well, next week we're going to have our very own draft. Oh, with, uh, I'm going to be drafting for you know Raw or SmackDown. Joel will be drafting for Raw. I or SmackDown. want SmackDown. 
You on SmackDown? Fuck yes. <laughs> I'm going to make it great again. <laughs> you and Bob Backlund will make yeah. it great again. No. And, uh, Eric will be the moderator slash commissioner slash announcer. Advisor. Advisor. All right. Slash advisor. If I got a go-to pick, so. I'm going to Hamilton. Yes. All right. Yeah. That Tell sounds good. Pick. So that'll be fun. I like it. Uh, so then the New Day come out and say, everyone's talking about SmackDown. And then we look at a slideshow of websites. About all these companies and websites talking about SmackDown. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. No one cares. And Kofi wants to know which show the New Day will be on. Stephanie says we haven't made that decision yet. And, of course, New Day's afraid that they're going to be broken up. Yeah. Uh, they which also, they yeah. do with every successful this tag team. This whole exactly. opening was very painful. It was so awkward. I hated it. It was dumb. The acting was bad. Yeah. They were trying to out, like... Uh, like out face each other. Like I don't yeah, understand. Out of, yeah. yeah, out of nowhere, they're like, "Well, you two should have a dance competition." It's like, no, no, please, they, God, no, no, they shouldn't. No, so they then, shouldn't. No. So Shane starts dancing with the new day, and then Stephanie is about to, and then she gets interrupted. They get interrupted by the vaudevillains. Aww. Uh, and they're gonna have a match. And if vaudevillains win, then they get to be the number one contenders again. Even Hold on, just was lost. that the stipulation? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So. What the fuck is the point of them? If they wrestled once yeah. and they're going to wrestle again, why wouldn't this be for the titles? Yeah. And I really thought they were going to win, to be honest. Sure. I thought for sure they were going to win. At least stay in the hunt. Well, it, what makes no sense is the match ends after Gallus and Anderson attack Xavier Woods and Kofi outside the ring, which basically makes the villains lose. They lost the right. match because New Day wins by DQ. The VOD villains are like happy that Gallus and Anderson are there. They're like, yeah, yeah sure, you just fucked our title, sh- title shot, but go ahead, let's beat these guys up together. But we're bad yeah. guys, and you're bad yeah. guys, <laughs> yeah. and they're good guys. And yeah. It's like, oh, these are like better heels? Okay, <laughs> yeah. fuck the VOD villains now. <laughs> yeah. Push these guys. The VOD villains leave, and Gallus and Anderson do the magic killer to Big yeah. E. The hate, magic killer? I fucking hate that. Is move. that the first time they called it the magic killer? No, they they called it that before. Oh, okay. Because I I must the have moves forgotten. Dumb. The names. The dumb. name is so bad. Yeah. The magic killer. So Cole keeps saying Anderson and Gallows, Anderson and Gallows, Anderson and Gallows, and I was like, they need a name. They they really need a name. This team. Yeah, they do. Thankfully, well, and they still really didn't get one by the end of the night. No. Uh. So Renee Young backstage and asks them, WTF, bro. And they said they don't need AJ Styles, and we're just getting started. So, mm. yeah, yes, thanks. Uh, and then we go to another backstage segment where Apollo Cruz is doing push-ups, and then who shows up? Will? Yeah. No one gives a shit. I'm awake from my sleeper. <laughs> What? So you're admitting that you're you shouldn't be here anymore. <laughs> Thanks, Big Show. You're old as fuck. Yeah. So Big Show says, "I didn't come here to fight, but I bet you want to give Sheamus an arse kicking, right?" And then Show says, "Show says Sheamus is afraid of the new era. He's a bully, and he picked on you because he thinks you'll back down. So will you?" Uh, and then that's it. That's it. Big Show is now. Just Whatever. a mentor to the new guys. Corporate show? For sure. some reason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, hard to believe, but our second match of the night is the Usos versus Breezango. Mm. Uh, with the Golden Truth on commentary. 
And our truth thinks Byron Saxton is Jonathan Coachman. He's like, <laughs> Coach, Coach. And they're like, No, you dummy. And um, this is really the biggest who gives a shit moment of oh, the yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. The Usos are now in obscurity. Right. Uh huh. The golden truth that was teased forever is now just getting momentum, and now they're looking like like they're good. Right, like they've been like they're good. Yeah, like like they're really good at wrestling. Yeah, and the entire commentary team keeps asking the golden truth, "Why are you guys even together? You two suck." Like they're burying them, but then the okay, the Usos win with a botched roll up. It was a terrible roll up. And then Febreze attacks Golden Truth after the match, but Golden Truth kicked their ass. And stand tall. The first time they've ever shown that they could do anything good together. Yep. Yeah. I don't get it. Nope. So next out, uh, <sighs> next up, the Roman Empire. Oh, mm. how exciting! And uh, there's a sign in the crowd that says X Pac with a greater than symbol pointing to X Pac with Reigns on the other side. Like, how is that a joke? One hundred percent, X Pac is better <laughs> yeah. than Roman Reigns. Yeah. That's X-Pac not a joke. Was a better European champion yeah. than Roman is a WWE World X-Pac Heavyweight was, Champion. X Pac was better on the mic, and he never spoke. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, he's he just stuck better. out his tongue and did the crotch chop. Yeah, he's very entertaining. So yeah, I don't see how that's a joke. Maybe put up a uh, Lance Cade. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so Rain says basically says Seth is a pussy and. Uh, says the fucking good guy, bad guy, good guy, you know, the guy line again. And then he calls Rollins out. And the man comes out, walks to the ring, pretends to run in, but then walks back to the ramp, gets a microphone, doesn't talk, then teases running to the ring again, but stops. Oh, the mind games. Oh, make it stop. No, really, make it stop. Make it stop. Yeah. Seth then grabs the mic again, doesn't talk again. And then leaves. Rain's music hits. Rollins runs back out like he's going to run in again and then leaves. Please stop. And that was the first hour of Raw. Holy shit, that sucked. Wow. Horrid. What? I mean, like, I don't think we've ever done this on the show. Is Seth Rollins back? Is he really back? Because he's hardly on the fucking show. I want to apologize for you having to watch. If you watch that first hour of Raw, I'm right. sorry. Yeah. And it's not even your fault, Eric. It's not even my fault, and I feel sorry for you. You know how like you, you know how like you're a fan of the show and you have to kind of get through it. Like before like I would say the year leading up to doing this podcast, I, I would try to watch the show in like an hour. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And try to just fast forward to some good parts and stuff. Look. Fans of ours out there, and tell your friends this as well. Don't watch Raw anymore, and just listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. And let us recap the show for you. Yeah, there because watching some. it, you will lose years off your life. Yeah, yeah. There are some fans that tweet every week. They don't even watch. I mean, even the iTunes reviews, they don't watch Raw. They just listen to the podcast because so they don't have to watch Raw. And they think we're making some of this stuff up. Yeah, exactly. we're just recapping the show. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's how you build your main event for Money in the Bank. And that's the only time we saw either of them again. Yeah, yeah. on the whole show. That's it. That's your champion it. Bye. for the second week in the ru- in a row. Your champion, your face of the company, has been on the show for five minutes. Te- that's that's ten minutes total in the last six hours that you've had your main yeah. show. What? I mean, I was saying this before we went on, but I mean, 
are they so scared that someone's going to get injured that they don't want people to wrestle? <laughs> Can't wrestle. I oh, mean, wait, wait. save Seth, it. Is Seth, are they worried Seth Rollins is going to get throat cancer for talking? Because he didn't even fucking say anything. The guy's <laughs> the best on the mic that they have. Yeah. Him and Ambrose. And Ambrose yeah. had two lines the whole night. I know. Really dumb. <laughs> what? But... Gold Dongo gets to sit on, or Golden Truth gets to sit Whoa, in on careful. commentary. Golden shower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, a golden pile of shit. That was the worst first hour of Raw in a long time. Yeah. And that's saying a lot. And that's saying a lot. Yeah. yeah. And we've said that least, before, but this one really was. Because usually at least. What we really mean is. Usually really Raw at least starts with something interesting. Yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. So. How third- can this shit show get better an hour or two? Well, you got uh, Rusev versus Zack Ryder. Oh. Uh, that's how you got to do it. Zack Ryder? So he's like, yeah, on Raw. Was this for the title? No. It wasn't no. The guy the that lost, he he was the runner-up in the Battle Royal to see who gets to be the number contender for the U.S. title, which Rusev won, just gets completely buried by Rusev. Yeah. It's a classic Ryder match. It's the same Ryder match we've always seen. He hits all of his setups, his setup moves, misses the finisher, and, and then loses. He taps to the accolade. One move later. Yeah, one move like later. Like that's exactly. it. He misses the finisher. Yeah. Someone does their finisher submission, and he's done. Yeah. That's every Ryder match. Yeah. The fans, the fans like him. Why make him I, the IC champion for one day right? just to like say, Jesus nah, he's Christ. a piece of shit? There's only one him... reason you would do it. It's to see the crowd reaction, and we loved it. Yeah. They even Fuck! had him like do, do a backstage us, promo of like, oh, I'm I'm never gonna forget that moment where I held the Intercontinental title for eight hours, you know, at WrestleMania, <laughs> and uh, this is the year of Zack Ryder. <laughs> think again, asshole. I mean, I think they do these promos just so they can sit around and laugh. You know, backstage. I did something weird. I actually imagined Zack Ryder was the champion, yeah, and that he was fighting Rusev on Raw to defend mm-hmm. his title, and I was like, that would be a cool match. Yeah. Having Rusev fight Ryder in a non-title match for nothing uh, yeah. was a shit match. Again, you've yeah. made you've made Ryder look like a piece of shit ever since he's been with the company. Like even when he was U.S. champion, he was like, "Ha, this fucker doesn't deserve to be U.S. champion." Yeah. The only way to legitimize this guy, and I know they won't do it because they don't like him anyway, is to turn him heel. Is like you like again, like you have him win the battle royal, and then like oh. be like, "Hey, Kalisto comes out, and he's like, hey, man, we're gonna have a great match.'" He offers a handshake, and then Zack Ryder just cold cocks him and kicks the living shit out. Of him. He's like, "I've been nice my entire career. I've been with this company eight years. It's got me nowhere." You know what? Fuck you, Kalisto. I'm t- you know just and be the, the F word. Yeah, I want to hear the yeah, F word. Yeah, exactly. Right? I want to hear them. If Vince can say it hey. on Raw, then he can. Can yeah. we? I I do have some. Well, I guess it's it's a rumor, but it's confirmed. Can I, uh-huh. can we jump ahead? Sure. All right. Well, to get back Rumors. at to get back at Vince for all of his philandering throughout the years, uh-huh. um, Linda fucked Zack Ryder, <laughs> and so that's why now Vince is getting him back because he found so out. So he wants about to it. keep him around. Keep him so around. He was Jack Dude Bros. Yeah. He knows in TNA he'll be the biggest thing in the world. So, but yet, yeah. if you fuck Stephanie, you get to be his best friend. It's interesting. <laughs> um, so, anyways, after the match, Rusev gets on the mic and. Rusev is good on the mic, so at least we have this. I am a true American hero because I'm better American than you. And all of your teeth, gobbling teeth, whatever you call yourself, Americans. <laughs> I guess um, he was trying to say cheesehead because they're in. <laughs> Cheese gum, whatever it is, I don't care. Um, so, yeah, Zack Ryder loses, and who's going to feud with Rusev for the. Who's going to be his first title defense? 
<laughs> Please, did you record his coming out? No. There was no reaction. Crickets. It was like some random theme song was being played during the commercial. Yeah, yeah. There was no reaction. No reaction. Zero reaction. Titus yeah. O'Neil comes out for some reason and reminds us that it's Memorial Day. Thanks for that. And then Titus calls Rusev a Bulgarian blowhard. And then, which gets all the five-year-olds You know laughing. what you are? You're a, you're a Bulgarian. Say bitch, say bitch, say bitch, say bitch, say bitch. <laughs> Blow hard. Yeah. What? And then he attacks Rusev, but Ruru retreats, and that's that's all we're at for retreats. that. He should have yeah. just kicked Bye. his ass. Exactly. He is How going to kick for? his ass. So do they fight at Money in the Bank? I guess. Money in the Bank, they fight? Yeah, they fight. Sure. Yeah. They fight. But come to Puerto Rico. Uh, come shiny... to this green screen. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they cut a video promo. Uh, and I bladed for the entire 30 seconds that they were on TV. Yeah. Uh, what, what the, I mean, again, they had their one match. <laughs> they had their one match, and then they went back to Puerto Rico. That's it. All right, we'll see you in a few months. Hey, well, next time the show comes to town, you'll see us. We went back on vacation. Oh, yeah. uh, and then uh, we get backstage. It's an earlier today before Raw even happened. I don't even know why it's necessary that it was earlier today. Stephanie yells at Charlotte for kicking her dad out of the ring and making him cry, which just a few weeks ago, Stephanie hated Ric Flair. Yeah, Now exactly. she's defending him. And it's, yeah, uh, Stephanie, uh, man, has she ever done anything like that? Yeah. No, not Stephanie, right? No. Stephanie yeah. never do that to Vince. Yeah, Stephanie calls Charlotte a spoiled brat and a waste of talent. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Interesting. So next up, we have Enzo and Cass versus the Dudley Boys. Not a lot to talk about here. Enzo and Cass win with the rocket launcher. Thanks for saving us. Yeah. Enzo was good, but he wasn't better than he usually is. Right. I mean, yeah, you look forward to his pre-match stuff, not really so much. This was probably his worst performance, though. I would even say that. For him. Mm -hmm. For him. Yeah. Like, he wasn't as funny as usually was, and it didn't really work. And then the Dudleys came out, and the Dudley looked old. Which, you say worst worst performance, yet Reigns would kill to have that performance. Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm saying worst for Enzo. I said that, worst for Enzo. Um, still better than everyone. So they get the win over the Dudley fucks, uh, which, you know, who cares about that feud? Right. Uh, Backstage, uh, Sami Zayn, Dean Ambrose, and Cesaro are talking about their six-man tag match later tonight. Uh, And Ambrose, for some reason, is prejudiced against Canadians. Yeah. Which makes Sami feel weird. Yeah. Who at the end is like, "Uh, guys, I'm, I'm Canadian. And then Ambrose is like, oh, that explains a lot, and leaves. Like, like she actually ponders this. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that would explain Yeah, it a was lot. a little, it was a little hokey. You. It was a little yeah. hokey. Yeah, it was yeah. weird. And, why, why? and Sami Zayn's left with a confused look on his face. Yeah, like who farted? Like, yeah. what's going on? Oh, gosh. Uh, but, oh, uh, hey, it's all good because... The Marine is back. Hey, John Cena the Miz. has oh. returned. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. No, For the love of God, Joe, don't you worry. We'll get to that. Because holy shit, what's wrong with the WWE? Yeah. Anyways, Cena returns. There's a fourth sequel to the <laughs> shitty Cena movie from 2004. Yeah. My God. 
Um, yeah, that's the one the Miz was in, right? Or he Miz did two. He's doing oh, another one now. He's doing that's what fifth. he said. Marine Five. Yeah, that's what he announced. We'll get to shut that the later. front door. You missed oh, was that, that part? his Facebook thing? Yeah, you skipped uh, that. I I was doing something. I was on my phone. Eric, and it is your job to watch all of Raw, despite how torturous it may be. <laughs> no, that's why there's a please pause. no. That's, that's why there's a pause button. I watched the end of Game Seven, Warriors Thunder. You know what? Then well, went back to Raw. Yeah, I'm glad he at least dropped the Intercontinental title before he went off to oh, film the oh, movie. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. I'll stab you, Eric. All right? <laughs> I'll stab you. Anyways, Cena's back. And he's super, he's super serious at first, talking about liberty and freedom, uh, which gets a USA chance. By the way, hey, guys, Memorial Day was yesterday, just in case you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you were off work, but, you know, fuck that. It's Memorial Day. This is why adults hate Cena. Yeah. Because of that speech. How he's like, no, no, you guys, you don't understand. Memorial Day. No, we all get it. Yeah. We don't need you, and John Cena. He goes, Rusev, it's Memorial Day, you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, I get it, John Cena. You fucking love America. Yeah. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't need you, know you to fucking uh, tell us that. We already can. thanked you for your years of military service. Uh, yeah. In that movie. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Oh, if you haven't uh, watched that movie, it's amazing. Yeah. The 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 villain, the T one thousands, the villain in that yeah, movie. That's right. Uh, so Cena says he's back and he's here to stay. Now, how much of this do me, you have? Uh, no, not that long. But <laughs> but what does this sound like? Like, what kind of a character does this sound like? Yeah. New era, old era, golden era, roaring twenties, Ming Dynasty. The only era that's happening is the one in judgment. That think I will just roll over and go away. I will not go quietly into the night. <laughs> Independence Day speech. Right. Thanks, Bill Pullman. Did you see the video that I sent you? Yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly what I thought. Listen. They put his bad guy theme which yeah. in the background. New names. Which means new faces. <laughs> yeah. It's the whole it's isn't, the that, isn't this exactly what Seamus said last week? Yeah. And Seamus uh, yeah. is a heel, right? Heel. Yeah. That was such a heel move. Heel. I heard all these new guys here, but you know what? Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. You pieces of shit. No one's welcome here. Uh, so <laughs> interesting. Interesting speech there. Uh. So AJ Styles comes out, and there's a five minute AJ Styles Let's Go Cena chant. Yeah. I mean, it went on forever. Forever. Yeah. And the only way it was ever going to stop with that was with them talking. So Styles finally says, Welcome back to Cena. And offers a handshake, which Cena does the Hogan thing to the crowd, like, oh, yeah. should I do this? Should I shake his hand? Uh, maybe not. Because, you know, in wrestling, that's the ultimate sacrifice. Like, if you give your hand up, you're completely vulnerable to a kick to the nuts. So he shakes his hand, uh, and Anderson and Gallows come out and say Siles is sucking up to Cena, and they're here to kick ass, and they head to the ring. Styles and Cena take off their shirts like they're going to fight them. And then, of course, Styles hits Cena, and the three of them oh! beat up Superman. Yeah. And uh, so the club's back together. After only a week apart. I, said, I told you guys last week, I was like, he's going to right, running right back to the club, which he did. So then yep. they, they start to leave. 
Styles goes back for more and delivers vicious strikes to Cena's face. Then they leave again. Then Styles goes back for more again. He's back. Uh, then the refs finally go out to check on Cena. Were they all in the back circle jerking? What's going on? Yeah. The face of the company is getting destroyed, and it took you guys 10 minutes to run out there. And then Styles runs back to the ring again to punch Cena, and then they finally leave. Four times. Four times he runs back. It's like he saw uh, Rollins's promo. He's like, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I bet I can make that better. Right. By doing the same thing. The same exact thing. Yeah. Uh. And by the way, like, okay, you don't want to do Finn Balor because it's too obvious, right? But this is, and I like that he's, I think Styles is better with the club than without. Mm-hmm. But isn't this obvious? Like, didn't we see this coming? Like, we already knew the pass with these guys. They had a pass. It's like bringing the NWO back, and it's the same exact thing again. Like, I get it. Wouldn't have... I get. I know, and I know. We talk about this a lot. The perfect opportunity to turn Cena heel. This has got to be the most perfect opportunity this company has ever had to turn Cena heel. Yeah. And make yeah. him turn on Styles, and Cena runs the club. That yeah. would be such a huge twist. It would be amazing. Like, like... And- like you know how Styles took off his shirt, yeah. like I'm ready to fight, and then Cena's like, "All right, I guess I'm taking my shirt off." He takes his shirt off, but then it just says the club on it, like he had that underneath. That yeah. would have been amazing. Yeah, M Night Shyamalan yes. would have called up Vince, and been like, "What's a twist? <laughs> what a twist? <laughs> yeah, that is my twist." So okay, I like that there is a club. Uh, you know, Joe, we love stables, obviously. Love so we love them. stables, but that's the perfect time that to turn Cena heel. So you might as well never do it, I guess, because yeah. they never will. You might as well never do it. Um, so, yeah, the club's back. To, I guess we're going to have Cena Styles at Money in the Bank? That's that's a SummerSlam match. And then, that doesn't yeah, need you to know happen what? already. It will, oh, it'll happen. There's it'll no way happen. they can it'll do right. it at Money in it'll the Bank. On, Three times in a row. It'll happen on Kevin SmackDown. Kevin Owens and Cena, the first match. When was the first match? It was on, like, Elimination Chamber. Oh, yeah. Elimination oh. Chamber. Oh. Yeah. Which was basically uh, like, hey, guys, by the way, we're going to do a Lemonade Chamber uh, in two weeks. Yeah? Cool? All right, got it. Like, it was a very last minute Can you bang out thing. a match real quick? Yeah. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> um, so awesome. we'll see what happens with that. Awesome. Uh, Natalia versus Dana Brooke with Charlotte at Brooke's Corner. And Dana Brooke beats Natalia after a distraction by Charlotte. And then they beat up Natalia after the match. And Becky runs out to make the save. And the buff bitches retreat. I did. Which... I would love to name them the Buff Bitches. Can we go ahead and do that? Make it official? Buff Charlotte and, Charlotte and Dana, the Buff yeah, Bitches? Sure. I'll approve it. So I guess that'll be a tag match at Money in the Bank? Good God in heaven? Good God! My uh, God! That My was gosh. terrible. Then backstage, JoJo interviews Dolph Ziggler, and they show the replay of Corbin low-blowing Ziggler at Extreme Rules kickoff, and Ziggler says he wants the whole world to see what he does best. He's, he goes, <laughs> I want the whole world to see... What I do best because I'm Kurt Russell. Sorry, I mean he says I'm Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, and he's not. He yeah. looks exactly like Kurt Russell. He really does. Take a look so? next time. He looks like a very young Kurt Russell. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. So we got uh, Baron Corbin versus Dolph Ziggler. Corbin gets the jobber entrance, which was interesting. Yeah. And Ziggler puts on his wrestling headgear and mouthpiece, and they did like a whole thing, like, "Oh, look, he was a great wrestler in college and everything like At that." Kent State. Yeah, yeah he puts the headgear on. Corbin's like, "What the hell are you doing?" And then he 
He just kicks Corbin in the nuts. Right in the nuts. It was funny. <laughs> it was very funny. I, yeah. I, it was very good. Um, weird for it a face. It was almost the best match weird for the a night. face. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, it just might be. Uh, so Ziggler exits the, ri- exits the ring and says, Dolph Ziggler has been disqualified, but the loser of this match is still Baron Corbin. And then Baron's Cole, nuts. Cole says, well, now Baron Corbin knows what it feels like. Feels what? He's never been hit in the nuts before? Are you sure, Cole? Did you ask him? Have you followed him around his entire life to know that he's never been hit in the nuts? Yeah. Snicking his nuts? I think we all know what it feels like to get hit in the nuts. Yeah. So, um, so next up, we have The Miz on Facebook, which Eric didn't see, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll give I you a recap it, here. I saw it. I just didn't pay attention So to Miz it. says, sorry I couldn't be at Raw, but I'm filming Marine 5 Battleground. Yeah! Shut up. You cut, the fuck cut his mic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mic. So is this the third Marine movie he's made? Yeah, this it will is, be right? his, his third. third. Who did the second one? Oh, uh, Ted DiBiase Jr. Yes. yes. Yeah. Before he left the company. Yeah. So the Intercontinental Champion is Orton now... Orton was in 12 rounds, too, Yeah, right? 13 rounds, right? Yeah. Uh, so the Intercontinental Champion is now filming a movie instead of being on the show. So Miz gets Lesnar treatment now? Why make him the champion just to be gone for like two months? Seriously. Yeah. He is Lesnar. Why? <laughs> He's a part-timer. <laughs> yep. Why the fuck does he not drop the title before leaving? Please explain it to me. And you know what? I'm still sick of my fear that he's holding that until Total Divas Season 6 or where the fuck it is. Where I Marie's hate your theory. Oh, I hate your theory. I'm telling you, it's true. Oh, oh yeah. God. Wow. They really hate their fans, this company. Yeah. Um. All right. So next up backstage, we have Del Rio, Owens, and Jericho arguing about who will start the match. And holy crap, Jericho and Owens need to be a tag team or a stable or something because these two are gold together. This is my yeah. favorite part of Raw. This is great. Yeah. This is an situation for any of us. You don't like me. And I haven't met you or your family for 25 years, Del Rio. And I actually have no problem with this. I thought we had a good thing going on. sour. Excuse me? You started above me. What do you mean? We had a good thing going on. I called you a goat. You called me a donkey. I thought things were well. What's your problem? Donkey's rear end. What? Why didn't he call him Beros? No, like, stop hitting like... But don't forget who invented money in the bank, not a match. That's French, I know. Why didn't he say, you need to stop acting like little pedos? He really emphasized pedo, and that yeah. like that whole thing, like pedo, pedo, pedo. Even later, it, it's long for a pop, you know, to play, but like it's that whole thing was great because then at the end, you know, Jericho, who obviously knows the fan love the stupid idiot thing, he goes, and then we got to take care of that stupid idiot Ambrose with his stupid idiot asylum match and his stupid idiot. Like he just keeps saying that all. That was the best part of Raw, I think. Jericho was great. Yeah, they're all. It was all great. So we got that sets up the main event, which is Ambrose, Cesaro, and Zayn versus Del Rio, Owens, and Jericho. And the crowd chants, stupid idiot, every time Jericho's in the ring, which nice. is great. Really funny. Uh, and then at the end, Jericho hits the code breaker on Ambrose. Owens tags himself in and goes for the pin, but Ambrose kicks out. And then Jericho pushes Owens and says, what's your problem? And Owens says, what's your problem? It's your stupid move. It didn't work. <laughs> like, yeah. That was so good. Oh, it was so funny. 
Uh, and then a brawl happens, and it ends with Ambrose hitting the dirty deeds on Owens for the win. Yeah. I liked it because he went for the pop up on yeah. Zayn. Mm-hmm. Zayn went over, and then boom, right into the dirty deeds. Yes. So that was good. It was a good ending. Boom. So uh, that was Raw. Seth Rollins barely on the show. Thanks for that, guys. He's only the biggest guy in the company, and you're right. going to barely put him on the show. Right. Mm-hmm. I guess he's also like Lesnar now, too. We can't see him fight till pay per view. Yeah. Which is good for him, bad for us. Right. Uh, so, all right, let's give some awards for Monday Night Raw. Yeah. All right. Who did you have for worst dressed? So the worst dress I had, I don't know if you guys saw him. He was actually a fan. He was in the front row. Mm-hmm. He had on this big white jacket, and in the middle where it connected, it had the WWE logo. Mm-hmm. And on each lapel, it had Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> Seriously? Huh. Yeah. I did not notice that. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll find a picture and uh, show you. Okay. Mm. Well, did either of you guys notice what was on John Cena's shorts last night? Little pictures of John Cena? Uh, no. no. It was it Ellen was not. DeGeneres. Ellen. Oh. Ellen DeGeneres was yeah. on John Cena's shorts. What the? So... Yeah, that's my worst dressed. What the hell? What? 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 JoJo? Yeah, I'm going to go with that. I'm going <laughs> to change my answer. I had Dana, Jesus. but yeah. that's bullshit. Good God. That is cool. Uh, All right. Yeah. Well, By the way, send me that picture, that fan, if you can. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what about best dressed? I had a tie between Stephanie's legs, which looked great, <laughs> they were they great. Oh, and I mean, Lana's I... boobies. <laughs> Her <laughs> boobies looked very nice. Right. So, so I had a tie. I had yeah. a Dolph Ziggler. Pick one. Pick, you'll go Stephanie then. I'll go Stephanie because yeah. I went Lana. I had a, a Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler with, with the little wrestling gear. helmet. Yeah, that was good. The, the, the mouth guard. Yeah, I had Lana. I liked, her in the, I liked her in the all blue. She looked hot, Lana. Uh, what about worse acting? Clearly Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns? Yeah. You know, I put the Steph and Shane at the beginning. Both of them were horrible. The how yeah. they were trying to outdo each other. Yeah. I hated it. I had Apollo Cruz. Yeah. Sure. What? You have a problem with the new era? Huh? Okay, what? thanks, Big Shoe. Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. He was just terrible. Yeah. And uh, best Kevin Owens goes to acting. I'll choose acting. Uh, yeah, I'll go. Uh, I'll. Go Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. I mean, I, I put yeah. Jericho Owens. I thought Jericho had just as much to do Jericho with it. Jericho Owens? Yeah. Jericho Owens. <laughs> Jericho Owens. That's the tag, tag team. If they use it, you heard it here first. <laughs> Break the wall down. No, it doesn't work. I'm sick of uh, it. <laughs> sick of what? It. <laughs> yeah. You watch it. Watch what? Oh, just yeah. it. Okay, it. I'll watch it. It's fine. Uh, All right. Worst comments? Worst comment. I had I had Big Show, the Jurassic era. I've been knocking dudes out since the Jurassic yeah, I era. Yeah, I had the same thing. Oh, that okay. was just that's great. Yeah, it makes you look old and pathetic and yeah. stupid. Sweep it, sweep it. Best sweep. comments again: Jericho, Owens, and Del Rio backstage for me. Mm. Mm. I had something different. I don't know if you caught it. So in the New Day match, when they're working on the Vaudevillains, they got them in the corner. They're going for the Unicorn Stampede, right? Uh-huh. So at some point, uh, JBL says, "Oh, you know, uh, a herd of unicorns is called a glory." And Michael Cole says, "Well, right now they're stomping a more a muddy glory hole into Aiden English." What? I didn't hear that. 
Yeah. Oh, man. You got to record that. All oh, right. When yeah. you hear that kind of stuff, that's gold. Record it. All right. Yeah, All right. Must yeah. Have that a too. muddy glory hole. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. On in English. Oh, my that God. That needs to be like the intro to this show every week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. What about worst match? Well, my best. Oh, sorry. Quote. What was your best? <laughs> no, actually, I agreed with you for yours, yeah, yeah, Andrew, yeah. but... um. I also thought it was funny when uh, when Archer said, "Hey, coach, yeah. they lost." Mm-hmm. I thought that was good. Was uh, worst match. Worst match. Uh, Natalia and absolutely. Dana Brooke. Yeah, absolutely. come on. Are you kidding me? I mean, I had Rusev lit because they just make Ryder look like such an asshole, and I hate that. <laughs> like, fuck this match. Yeah. Uh, what about super slow mo match? Super this slow mo match. It, it was. I ended up giving it to the Enzos and Cass. Mainly because... The Dudley boy. (laughs) It was a little bit more fast-paced than they've been. Granted that. But after seeing Cass versus Devon, Cass versus Bubba. Oh, my God. Enzo and Cass versus Bubba and Devon. I mean, I'm I'm sick to death of this shit. Enzo or Cass versus Bubba, uh, Devon, and then Spike Dudley, I guess, next week. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had the Divas match for my slow-mo match. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Either one. Uh, Best match? Are we all going with uh, Ziggler? Yeah, I, I am. Yeah, Ziggler, yeah for sure. By far. It wasn't almost best match. It was best match. Yeah. yeah. There weren't any good matches. No. There really weren't. Even the six-man tag. It had it's all more the, good the guys. same. It, but it, but that's all what we're right doing. Guys. They're doing that same match every week. Like, let's yeah. just throw the last six guys into a yeah. match, and it's the same fucking thing. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Worst so, move? Magic killer. Magic killer. Magic killer. I, I learned we've that seen name it before, this week. but, yeah. I mean, every time I see it, it's like, why do you even need Anderson there just to hold his feet? Yeah, it's so <laughs> At dumb. least have him do like, a, what is that thing called when you do, a, have him on the your back and then you do a front roll? Sure. Sure. At least have him do something like that. Or have him just like at the end of the, at, he uh, Gallows flips him and then he just kicks him. Yeah. <laughs> even that <laughs> would be better. <laughs> he just kicks him in the yeah, head. Yeah, like anything, like do anything. Like punch him. Any, anything. anything. Like a punch. Anything you think will work, it will. Uh, all right. All right. Sweep it. Yeah. What about best move? Best move. This is how bad the show was. Yeah. My best move yeah. was our truth throwing uh, Fancy Boy into Gold Dust and then scoop slamming <laughs> that, him. That, Sorry. That quick power. That yeah. Randy Orton. Uh, uh, yeah. Quick slam. Scoop, quick slam. Scoop yeah. slam. Scoop slam. That was no, my best my, move. Mine goes along slam. with the best match, which again was Ziggler kicking Corbin to the ball. Because <laughs> it actually surprised me. I was like, what the fuck is he yeah. with the headgear? And then he kicks him. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that was good. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty funny. Uh, best move I had uh, when uh, Owens won for the pop up powerbomb, Sammy went over, and then yeah. Dean with the uh, dirty D's. Yeah. Okay. Worst, worst moment? So many. Reigns and Rollins. The most nonsensical. Yeah. That was do- so Worst. Dumb. Awkward, segment. hard to watch. I've never seen. Yeah. yeah, your best mic guy doesn't get to talk on the fucking mic. Yeah, mind games. You really think Reigns is smart enough to fall for yeah. these mind games? How is that? <laughs> and how is that mind games? He lacks the required equipment. They always do that. My old mind games. Oh, you might find me. like to Reigns. That yeah. would just if I were Reigns, I think okay. I thought you were a pussy before. And now I think you're even more of a pussy. Yeah. If anything, he has way more confidence going into that <laughs> yeah, match. Exactly. I swear to God, if they call Rollins the new cerebral assassin next week, <laughs> I'm on a plot. Nice. Yeah. Um, my worst moment was 
before Raw, the whole day, their WWE's tweeting out hashtag Hatch. The Hatch is getting unlocked. We're like, holy shit, who's oh debuting tonight? Who's gonna debut? And it's just the announcement that Goldberg is gonna be in WWE 2K17. S- there holy was more fuck. Pro- more production in that commercial than there was in <laughs> fucking Raw. It's true. That is so true, Eric. And did you see the thing at the and very he end like a senior of the commercial? In the commercial, he looks so old. Yeah, he does. Did you see the very end of the commercial? I don't know if they did on Raw because the commercial online looks a little bit different. Uh-huh. But he's well, riding long. in the cop, the back of the cop car, and you can see the reflection on a window, a sign that says Suplex City, and he's just like. Huh. But, huh. Yeah. but they've already had that match. It was the worst match at WrestleMania like almost it ever. Really history. Was. Even had Stone <laughs> in Cold history. in there as yeah, the referee. Yeah. And it was still a ch- The only way to save it was Stone Cold stunning both of them. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah. you guys. Fuck you guys for on a shitty match. And apparently this isn't like WWE signing him like they think like with Sting. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, this is just 2K Sports threw him in there and all they need is Vince's permission to exactly. do it. Exactly. Oh, great. We, I so can it's not even as, WWE. I can play as Goldberg in a glitchy, boring, piece of shit game that they never make better every year? Yeah. No. Bring back SmackDown 2, and then you'll get my money. Yeah. Because that Fix game was awesome. the kick out. That's why I cannot play that game. The kick out system game. is garbage. But, and the Royal Rumble matches <sighs> suck, too. Like, it's fun to... It's kind of fun to play well, Royal Rumble, but the whole... You can go you know, in this year, and get eliminated in two seconds. Everyone's Titus O'Neil in the Royal Rumble match in yeah. that game. Yeah, uh, this year, though, um, if you try to pin Reigns, his kickout meter, the whole thing is red. <laughs> yeah. you, you can't miss. And even if you don't hit X, he kicks out anyway. <laughs> he kicks out anyway. And then Vince if comes you do and a gives finisher, the middle finger. If you do a finisher, the whole body turns red. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Yes. One finisher. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Jesus. So. Okay. Best moment? Best moment? Uh... I just had the club. The club attacking Yeah, the Cena. club turning yeah. on Cena, I guess. I guess. Which means Cena <laughs> might be out for a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm back! Nope. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, there was like... I'm dude, sure I- Cena's going to come out next week smiling. <laughs> they beat me up! Gee golly, that was fun, right? Yeah. No, you should be pissed, you dick. Yeah. They got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They got me. Good one. <laughs> a nice little welcome back rib. <laughs> Oh, man. You guys are so silly. I missed the oh, rookie hazing. I get it. Yeah. I've been gone. Yeah. Oh, oh, me. Oh, oh You know what? Oh, me. I always go back to this. <laughs> On Camp WWE, they do Cena so funny. He's such a kiss ass. Yeah. And in one of the episodes, uh, they go camping with Sergeant Slaughter for Survival Weekend. And Cena and like all these other people, they're put on his team. And it's like Paige and The Undertaker and uh, I think, no, not the Bellas. Anyway, so little Cena is like, oh, but I thought you only got the losers and outcasts on your team, Sergeant Slaughter. And Sergeant Slaughter gets in his face and looks at him. He's like, no, I also get the dipshits. (laughs) He's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Nice. Um I've only seen the one episode. Has Flair fucked anyone else? Any more like any more animals in the, uh, in the wild? No, not really. No, no. This week's episode was about Bray Wyatt, so it's. Uh, I got like halfway through it. It's pretty oh, funny. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So and that, then did, didn't yeah. Bray Wyatt tweet something? Or are we going to get to that in news? Well, That's, no. I mean, he tweeted. Well, I guess it's going to happen in a few soon. I guess. Yeah. Who knows? I don't have anything else about yeah. that. Uh, so yeah, let's move on to news. News. Yeah, news it up. News it up. Uh, I think we both have news about Cody Rhodes, but uh, yeah, his first opponent. Let has me been go announced. first. So uh, no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Cody Rhodes' first opponent since leaving WWE has been announced. He will face Eric's favorite wrestler, Kurt Angle, on August 27th in New York. Anyone want to buy me a ticket for that? Because it's on my birthday. Yeah. Oh. And by a ticket, I mean a ticket to the show and a plane ticket. Because I don't live in New York. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll kind of segue that because I find that interesting looking at this. Uh, So Cody Rhodes sent out a picture. It's his hands. With a a piece of paper with different things written on it, and uh, it's like a checklist. So one of the things on there is the word Moose, which is a wrestler in Ring of Honor. Uh, Angle is already is also written on there. Uh, let me see. The Young Bucks are yeah. on there. Uh, personal ring announcer, so I guess uh, his wife will be taking care of that. And then uh, you also have yeah, sure. Roderick Strong on there. Hmm. And it says the the tweet just had the picture and it said after eight nineteen. So hmm. I guess that's when his uh, no compete clause I guess is so, yeah. is up. Yep. You think that he has a lot of money? There. I'm sure. You think his dad was rich? I'm sure because his dad was still with the company, basically running NXT. So yeah. sure, he had a hefty salary. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, the Rock will be playing the world's first superhero, Doc Savage. Yeah, that was announced. I've never heard of this guy, but apparently. Superman was based off of him. What? Interesting. Yeah. Like this comic book character was around before Superman. Doc yeah. Savage. Doc Savage. Savage. Okay. He actually right. looks a lot like Superman. Of course he does. So <laughs> I learned something. They stole. They basically stole that idea. Yeah. I guess. Uh, interesting news on John Cena. So of course he came back last night. What does that mean? New ring gear. Yes. New shirt. Yeah. This all that great. shit. So apparently, uh, this shirt was a last minute change. Yep. Because the design that was submitted and put on for sale at wweshop.com resembled the logo for Pap's Blue Ribbon Beer. Yeah. Almost identical. The best part about this is Pap sent a tweet to John Cena and <laughs> WWE saying, a message to John Cena and at the WWE. We have a chokehold called Ceased and Desist. <laughs> we, we're pretty sure we see you. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have the little middle finger emoji. Right. And then a picture of Cena in the shirt. By the way, what is, what is Cena doing in the shirt? What is that? Just holding a fist out? Is that the shield thing? What is he doing? I, I don't know. But, like, I, I guess they just went around the uh, the paps part because here's how the shirt looks. Yes. And then you have how the new shirt is. It looks like he's doing like a karate pose. Yeah, the I don't know. It's pretty on? dumb. Also, Sasha Banks has been medically cleared and actually wrestled her first match last week at a house show. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear that. That's yeah. good. Interesting. We got any more news, fellas? Uh, Just John Cena made his return. Oh, that's good. Um, <laughs> Oh, Wish I just four months after surgery, uh, <laughs> rocking the Ellen DeGeneres pants that he was a guest on Ellen last month. Now finding so I out. guess he promised that she Ellen... gave him this present and she goes, would you wear these on your return? I think I f- joking. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'll definitely wear them on my return. And then he did. Oh, Golly. I guess he's going to be on. I guess he was probably on Ellen this morning. Uh, like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> all right, so that <laughs> was. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> let's get to rumors. Rumors. Yeah. Rumors! Stone Cold versus Hogan at the next WrestleMania? Maybe! Shane McMahon's coming back to win the title! I doubt it! The Rock's coming back to wrestle full-time? Oh, please! CM Punk to UFC is just a conspiracy! Confirm! 
So, as it stands right now, it seems John Cena will be drafted to SmackDown and Roman Reigns will be on Raw. Mm. So, you got (laughs) both nights we have to... At least they're not on the same show, I guess. Uh, I don't know. But if they split the titles, you know who your champions are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd rather have Cena on Raw than Reigns, but I guess we're going to yeah. have to watch both shows anyway. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, apparently Kurt Angle wants to return to WWE, but Vince does not want to have him back Yeah, Aww. for whatever reason. Mm. Maybe because he went to TNA, and I hate TNA, damn it. But I don't yeah. know. Uh, also, Ryback apparently hasn't had any contact with Vince or WWE and is expected to be released soon. Hopefully. So, cross fingers. Right. Any more, any other rumors you guys got? Yeah, uh, there's a rumor uh, going around. Um, NXT commentator Corey Graves, who apparently, uh, if you watch Breaking Ground, the uh, show kind of started with him on his third concussion. Yeah. And uh, basically, God. they had pegged it, him to be the next guy right? for NXT and then come up to the main roster, gets his third concussion, can't compete. So they moved him to announce, announce team, try out. It worked out good. So they may actually bring him up to the SmackDown announce team when the bl- the brand split. We yeah. may see uh, Byron stay on Raw uh-huh. full time, and yeah. then uh, yeah, and, and we can't say, we, we can't say why, but we could say that rumors almost pretty much confirmed. Yeah. We can't say why, though, but we're pretty sure that's confirmed. We're pretty right? sure nice. that will happen. We just learned that recently. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. So, yeah. And then um, interesting kind of uh, thing. Um, so people are freaking out over NXT mm-hmm. because apparently Ticketmaster has removed NXT TakeOver Brooklyn at the Barclays Center, <laughs> which is their show before yeah, SummerSlam. confirmed. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, the show before SummerSlam, and uh, so that's like their big takeover story. They took it off Ticketmaster, and now this upcoming one is called The End. Yeah, Triple H even tweeted that he's like NXT Takeover The End. Yeah, so people are freaking out, uh, thinking that gonna they're going to do away with NXT and just send everyone up to the rosters. Didn't they already sell that Brooklyn one? Did they already sell the Brooklyn show before SummerSlam? Uh, yeah, Imagine they so. did. How yeah. could they cancel that? There's no way. Yeah. This has all got to be a big publicity stunt, yeah. which is weird. Yeah. But like, it almost seems like it's a play where like there's got to be an NXT. For, like, I don't know. Yeah. It seems I, weird. I don't know where they're going with this. As good as it is, there's no way they should get rid of it. No, I don't. There's. It's selling out like Raw is. I mean, yeah. like the the freaking. Well, sometimes Raw doesn't sell out. The night before SummerSlam, that shit sells out every time. Yeah. So. Yeah, I we'll see, see what uh, we'll see what happens there. Unless Vince really is going just fucking crazy, he's Bad getting the, crazy. You know, he's at some point he's gonna get senile. He's you know he's an old guy. Uh, and he's why do we have a show called NXT? What's NXT? Damn it! Where's yeah. next? What's next? What I'm gonna nix it right now. What does next mean? Yeah, yeah I say we nix no. it now. <laughs> all right, so Ugh. that's all for rumors. Yep. And now we have some trivia. Who's doing trivia this week? Uh, I'm Is it me? I'm guessing it's Eric. Shit, I got to think of one real quick. No, I got you one. You got some Fellas. trivia? Ooh. I brought one. Who's got a pen and paper? I don't. No one. Andrew. Nope. Ah! Okay, I got one. Where'd we don't have to go? throw any more things. <laughs> I just did that Please. <laughs> Where did it go? All right, guys. We're going to play the matching game. So this one should be very attainable. Okay. I'm going to give you six wrestling names. Uh-huh. Okay. 
and six real life names. Okay. Uh-huh. And you need to match them up. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Yeah. First, I will give you what would you like first? The wrestling the names. The wrestler names. All right. Alphabetically. Alphabetically. Big E. Okay, what and what's his name? No, no, you have no, to get out You want to make me that. Big E. Okay. Dean Ambrose. All right. Vondongo. Okay. Seth Rollins. Uh-huh. Xavier Woods. Yep. Zack Ryder. Okay. Seth Rollins. All right. Xavier Woods. Uh-huh. Zach oh, Ryder. Stop talking. And Zack Ryder. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 All right. Now, in alphabetical order by first name, the real life names. Okay. Austin Watson. Austin Watson. Uh-huh. Colby Lopez. Yeah. Seth Rollins. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I know that one. Curtis. Axel. Can't read my own. Curtis Axel? Hold on, hold on, shut up. <laughs> Curtis Hussey. Hussey? Yep. Curtis Spell Pussy? It. Spell it, please. H- Use it in a sentence. H-U-S-S-E-Y. Okay. He He's a hussy. Uh, this guy's name is Curtis Hussey. A tour, E tour, E win. Okay. A tour, E win, E W E N. All right. Jonathan Good. Uh huh. And Matt Cardona. I can do all of these. Let's. let's What's the, the last one? <laughs> Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona. Yeah. Let's see if Andrew can get him then first. If you're, if you think you got him. Just draw uh, the lines. Don't say them. All right. Draw the lines uh, first. Because I, I can do it without a without. All you right. got them all. I, I know they, them all. Damn. I don't know them all. I know them all. So then uh, let's walk through it with Andrew. Let's see. I what know he's some. Doing. Hold on. You want me to do it first? Okay. Oh, so you said you had Seth that? Rollins. Yeah, it's Seth Rollins. It looks like you have Dean done. I mean, I don't uh, know if. Boom, boom. And I'm done. Okay. Okay. So, so Austin Watson. Well, can I see if I'm right first? Go ahead. Well, you know I'm going to tell you the right answer. Uh, here, here. here, hold on. It, hold on. Hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Ready? And all then right. you guys can tell me what you put. Yeah. Biggie. Yes. Is who? Atori Ewan. Yes. Yes. Dean Ambrose. Xavier Woods is. Oh, hold on. Xavier Woods is Matt Cardona. Austin no. Watson. Shit. Austin Watson. <laughs> Seth Rollins, you said, is Kobe Lopez. Yeah. Yes. What a weird name for Seth Rollins. Yeah, right. Dean Ambrose is. Jonathan Good. Yes. Yep. Um, Fondango Curtis is. Hussey. Curtis Hussey. Curtis Hussey. Curtis Hussey. And of yes. course, Zach Ryder is. Is Matt. Matt Cardona. So I got Xavier and Zach wrong. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that just funny. Like, such weird-ass yeah. random names for right. these wrestlers. Yeah. Well, Some of them I looked up, and we knew, like, Nick Nemeth. And yeah. Well, uh, Sammy Zane's real name is, Johnny like, Curtis. Remy Gain. Like, it's, what's that? It was Johnny Curtis before Fandango. Um, Fandango. Nice. Yeah. So he took the Curtis. Um, let me see. What, I figured what you might it? know Austin real names. Watson. Um, he's gone by Austin in different things before. Yeah, Austin Creed, who was who was <laughs> Consequences Creed. Yeah, yeah. That's so fun. yeah, cool. All right, there you go. Neat. Nice. That some real like names. That. Nice. Yeah. Uh, all right. So before we get to fan questions, got some more iTunes reviews. We're getting a lot lately. Good. Um, right. I hope. Uh, this is yeah. They're good. Uh, Tony W. Uh, in I guess Virginia. I don't know. Um, Vagina? It just says don't Tony W. V. A. Best wrestling podcast. Uh, he spelled podcast wrong. It's okay. I started listening. <laughs> I started listening to your show about two months ago, and it's become a can't miss. Too many people with podcasts spend too much time trying to be funny and aren't. <clears throat> After Buzz Raw review <clears throat> between the ropes. That's what he said. Nice. And not enough time actually talking about the product they're supposed to be reviewing. You guys mix it well and call the show like it is good or bad. 
with great humor. The Stone Cold and Nut Job impressions crack me up every time. And to top it off, the Here Comes Your Brother, Here Comes Your Sister, the Shane's theme <laughs> had me replaying to over and over. Just great. Keep up <laughs> nice. the great work, guys. Very Thank good. you. This is from Johnny1234. Uh, if you're styling, profiling, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, son of a gun, this podcast is for you. Every week, these guys say what we are all thinking about the WWE. Get these guys a job in freaking WWE creative already and just let them run the whole show. I agree. The only complaint I have is that they only do one podcast a week. Last, I always wanted to hear a Ric Flair and Steve Austin condom commercial on the show. <laughs> Maybe we'll produce that at a later time. are the ones to make it happen. Voices on point. Nice. Yeah, we got to think of something clever there. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, Orange Jinx, a weekly must listen. The best thing you could say about this podcast is that it's so funny you don't need to enjoy or watch the product. They're disgusting to laugh repeatedly. My son and I watched WWE and loved Andrew and Joe's weekly reviews, although admittedly I have to be ready to mute parts for him. My girlfriend hates wrestling and has laughed so hard at this podcast, she's peed herself. This is the <laughs> nice. only Peepies. podcast that I never miss or skip a single episode of. It's that good. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Okay, this is K- Kimmy T? Committee? Uh, it's like Kimmy T. All right. Uh, review from Puerto Rico. Yeah. Come to Puerto Rico where you can listen to one of the funniest po- podcasts of all time, Beaches. Seriously, this podcast makes the terrible WB product of the last five years tolerable. I often find myself repeatedly searching for the new episodes on Tuesday as I cannot wait to hear how Raw will be made fun of next. Keep up the awesome job and keep having those Charlotte icy title dreams, you nut job. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. That was reviews. Thanks for that, guys. That was awesome. Now it's a fan question. All right. Oh, and first we, one. We forgot to do the Facebook Live thing. We'll do it next Sorry, week. Guys. Sorry, guys. Uh, we had a big big guest, so we uh, couldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, Nate Rosenthal asks, I'd like to ask Ric Flair how he's doing after last week because I missed him on Raw last night. Who? So, what? How's Ric Flair doing since he hasn't been on the show? <laughs> I, 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 you know what, guys? I'm sorry. I, I can't get Rick on the phone. I've tried. No. I think he's just too oh, upset by shame. the whole Charlotte thing. Wait, I got him right he's, here, actually. He's drunk. Look, I just call, I just called him. He answered. Oh, it's so weird. Rick, how's it going? Yeah. I'm doing all right. Uh, is it? Uh, do you miss Charlotte? Have you seen her? I get to watch her on the TV, and then I'm. Is this a humbling experience, or is this? Are you mumbling? Is that what this is? <sighs> Flair, what are you doing? That's your daughter, Flair. Please. You better don't tell me what to do, because I will touch whatever I want to touch. <laughs> All right, hang up on Flair, Andrew. I don't, oh, I don't yeah, think we need to talk to him disgusting. anymore. That was disgusting. Even for this Rick. podcast, and we say all kinds Wasn't of words. I wasn't sure what he was touching. Yeah. All right. Yikes. Uh, Caleb Hill asks, if you guys could be a member of any stable in wrestling history, which one would you choose? If oh, we could shit. Be- if we could be in a stable. Ooh. Yeah. Fuck. I know. I mean, I kind of want to say DX, but I mean, NWO is the coolest thing going for life. For life. Mm, I got to go four horsemen, like the original four horsemen. But horse then you'd men. be the five horsemen. Well, I think- Shut up, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. You know how many I mean, women they of, fucked? Think of the math. All there. of them. Think they of the fucked, math. They fucked all the women, Andrew. <laughs> Woo! You yeah, know what? Fuck it. I'm going New Day. 
<laughs> yeah. New day. I don't New think day. I don't think you're allowed in, Joe. No offense. Yeah. No, I think I would go DX. They seem like they were having too much fun. Yeah, me too. I'm going yeah. DX. Just think click. of all the coke they Give got. Give me the click. And I hate coke. Uh, Rito asks, which match would you partake in? Hashtag swerve. Joe now has diarrhea. God, I wish that was true. Uh, he wants to know, Joe versus Andrew versus Eric... For the BBW Championship, only a few people I think know that the Brothers of Bash wow. Championship, yeah, or Buffalo Wild. Oh no, that's no, that's BW. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So, which match will we have for the championship? A cage match, Hell in a Cell, submission match, TLC. Ooh, I think Hell in a Cell. I would love to yeah. do a Hell in a Cell match. Hell in a Cell, because I'd be stupid enough to jump off the cell like Shane, thinking right. that I could do that. <laughs> And then I'll kill myself. All right. Get that crash pad. I guess we're doing. I think TLC cell. would be amazing. Yeah, for the three of us. If Eric yeah. wasn't such a. Are you guys wrestlers? El Pollo Loco. Ooh, let's have that after this. Yeah, I'm hungry. Sounds uh, good. Adam Wilson with Goldberg announced as WB2K17 pre-order. Do you think this bodes well for the return of the mighty Gilberg? Um, Gilbert? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Gilbert will be back for <laughs> Maybe sure. Maybe if the light heavyweight championship comes back. <laughs> I, I, the I, I hope not. I mean. But I believe there is a 3% chance that Goldberg wrestles again in WWE. Yeah. yeah. I don't think sure. this has anything to do with it. Sure. I'll give a 3%. 3%. All right. Uh, Connor Finn. <laughs> choose. Connor Finn. Choose one gimmick uh, or <laughs> slash character to never have been invented. Oh. Uh, Roman Reigns. HBK Stone Cold The Rock. We have to choose one that's never been invented? Yes. Oh, this is fucking retarded. You can't choose. Yeah, I, well. You can't In a choose. money-making standpoint, HBK, because Stone Cold and The Rock made them so much money. Yeah. But if I'm choosing this, right. he's the one that's for sure off the table. So Just his character. He could be a different character. So Stone Cold, oh, The Rock, but he and thinks HBK. he's cute, and he knows he's sexy. <laughs> he he know. knows he's sexy, dude. I was, I he's had got no the looks. I had no confidence. You know, Andrew, he remember Joe wild. before Shawn Michaels? Yeah, and Joe after Shawn Michaels. Yeah. I had no confidence. We till uh, I sang his song. This is all Shawn Michaels. I'd have to go with The Rock because we I never got so to see the character fully evolve because he left early to sure. go make movies. Fine. All right, yeah, I'll say take that. Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels. Uh, Clark Kent, push fire Barry, Fandango, Curtis Axel, R Truth. I would push Fandango, fire R Truth, fire R Truth, and Barry, Barry Axel. Axel. Sorry, yeah. Axel. he's used to it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, that's all the fan questions we have for this week. Uh, so, Boom. <clears throat> yeah, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and give us a five star review, and we'll read it like we did. Check out our brand new website, which is getting a ton of hits lately. What's wrong with WWE.com, which has the memes of the week and weekly NXT recaps by Josh Reese. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Vine, and Instagram at What's Wrong WWE. You can also listen to the show on YouTube and check out our WWE battle lip reading videos at Shafted Cinema Pisano. And please donate to us at www.patreon.com slash what's wrong with WWE. We have some cool rewards for you there, and we appreciate anything you could donate. But more importantly, please buy a t-shirt. We only have seven more days left to sell t-shirts. We have to sell a few more before time runs out, or they're not going to print them. So go to booster.com slash what's wrong with WWE. I guess we'll find another way if this doesn't work. I mean, we sold Look, some shirts. if we get to 50, 
then I will post a picture of myself with just my Shawn Michaels t-shirt on. Interesting. Uh, just the t-shirt on. Wants that, but, yeah. No uh, pants, Eric. We do have some female fans, <clears throat> so maybe they want to see that. No uh, pants. This, or maybe Joe's like Shawn Michaels and thinks the Playgirl is for girls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, and last, we are doing, again, just to remind you, we're doing our own draft for Raw and SmackDown next week. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Tweet us some picks, ideas. We're going to see who's, gonna use them maybe. Who's, who's, who's better at drafting superstars, me or Joe? We'll see. We'll find out. I'm pretty good at fantasy football, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> and I think there's two more weeks before Money in the Bank. Yay! All Which right. means there's one more week before we're going on vacation. Oh. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Are you going to be going? I'll be here. Joe's, gonna, Joe's leaving a little early, so it'll be me, you, and maybe Josh Reese or someone else. Right. So we'll see. <laughs> but yeah. No Joe, no show. I mean. Bree mode! Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're going to leave the show with Bree mode. All yeah. right, drafts next week. Buy a t-shirt, and uh, Joe will let you pick all of his draft picks if you buy a t-shirt. See ya. Wait, what?